Podcasting. Streaming. And masturbating. <laughs> From Portland, Oregon. Tranny Rec Radio. Hi, everybody. It's uh, Rebecca Nay, and uh, you're listening to Tranny Rec 43 on Friday, September 29th, 2006. Um, doing things a little bit different tonight. Um, let's, uh, move this mic a little bit here. Uh, doing things quite a bit different, actually, quite a bit raw-er, I guess you could say. Um, I'm kind of in a weird, depressed, tired, downer mood tonight, and, uh, I felt like I really needed uh, to talk to you guys. It's uh, So for those of you that uh, listen to this show for any kind of shtick, which there's very little of, or comedy, or just a laugh, and or maybe you're just in a place where, where you don't need my problems and issues uh, downloaded on you, um then uh, you might want to just skip this episode and uh, just listen in again next week because this is definitely one of those... I'm, I'm, I've got some other, a few other things I'm going to talk about tonight related to what's going on on some of the other podcasts out there. Um, but uh, And I'm going to try and end the show on a high note, but um, I'm doing this episode this week... Uh, more for me. I, I was actually going to take uh, the weekend off and not do a show. Um, I, as much as I love doing this show, it takes a lot out of me. Um, no music in this show. I, I just didn't want to take the time to, to find some suitable tunes for this show. And frankly, you know, I wanted to, most of the time when I do this podcast, I, I do it when I'm in a good mood. And when I'm quote unquote filling up to it, and uh you know, I haven't done a show like this since really early on in my uh podcasting career professional you know non professional podcasting career uh whatever um not a comedy show though, so yeah, if you have a problem with that. <laughs> like Marty does. No, Marty doesn't. She's just a whore. Anyway, I don't want to be funny right now. I probably will throughout the show at one point just because I have a fucked up sense of humor and, you know, I love comedy, but I'm drained. I've had a very, very rough week, Tranny Rec listeners. Um, uh, September 20th, well, I'll start off with probably the most difficult part. September 27th, uh, just two days ago, um, was my mom's first post-mortem birthday, I guess you could say. And, uh, you know, I, even throughout the times that I was not really close to my mom, um, I always called her on her birthday and, uh, not being able to do that on Wednesday night was uh, really fucking hard. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from the fact that 
you know, because of car problems, I decided to start, uh, so, so that, that, that was, I guess you could say the culmination of a, a shitty week. Let me, uh, mom, uh, wherever you are, if, if there is such thing as life after death, I know you're listening to me and that you love me and I just want to say I love you and, you know, I miss you. I miss you a lot. And uh, those of you that are, that are still listening that haven't tuned out, thank you. Uh, you guys mean a lot to me. This show is going to be all over the place because I have some show notes in front of me of things that I really want to talk about. Uh, but how I'm just going to let, I'm just kind of letting everything go behind the microphone tonight and just kind of letting it all out. Like I said, this episode is, you know, you know, I do every episode for me and you, but this is mostly about me or for me. Started off on Monday riding the bus. This is my first full week riding the bus in quite a while. Um, I found a bus route on the way to work that I feel somewhat safe riding. Well, a lot safer than... Because I, I do live in a part of town that's quite a bit lower socioeconomic status. And uh, I don't always feel... Um, uh, hold on. Hi, hon. I am. I'm doing a show. I'm just kind of uh, unloading everything. Did uh, is it just you here? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to bring everybody no, in. No, because they pissed me off because they wanted me to go to this bowling alley that's on Powell over by Highway 26. You realize I'm recording, right? <laughs> I'm not going to edit this. Well, whatever. <laughs> so, so just careful what you say about... Anybody that well, Seamus is the only one that listens to this, as far as you know. But well, they kind of pissed me off because they wanted me to go to a bowling alley I've never been to before. The number nine doesn't is frequent service, but it doesn't go frequent service this late. Oh, like Highway Twenty Six towards Mount Hood. Huh? Huh? I I'm sorry to hear that. Well, uh, yeah, I'm being so in. I, I'm, can we talk after I'm done with my show so I can give you my undivided attention? Because I'm kind of okay. I, 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 I'm very distracted right now. Will you close the door for me, please, sweetie? So, sorry about that, uh, tranny Rick listeners. I hope uh, I'm back. Um, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not editing anything. This is like all raw. I guess, supposedly, I guess, maybe. Um, oh, where was I? <laughs> Pouring my heart out. <laughs> uh, I guess now is the time that I'll go to some of my notes of things that I, I want to talk about. Um... I want to thank you guys for the iTunes reviews. Um, for those of you that stepped up and uh, went 
you know, that listen through iTunes. I, I don't expect, for those of you that don't listen to the show through iTunes, I don't expect you to do a review in iTunes. But for those that have, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, because, you know, that is a, uh, I'm, I'm not an Apple hack. Uh, I, you know, I own one now and uh, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, you know, OS 10 just did an update tonight and uh, we'll see how everything works. But so far I can say that, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm glad to have a new computer, but I don't know how happy that I am that it's a Mac and not a PC. Uh, that makes me nauseous to say that because I'm no fan of Microsoft, but I am a fan of Bill Gates, though, for all the philanthropy that he's been doing. <sighs> okay. Oh, yeah. I was... Anyway, Monday. So I, I, the reason I was talking about riding the bus is because, well, this bus driver um, that uh, has been riding this driving this bus on this route that I've been taking this week has been showing up early. And as a result, on two different times this week, I missed my bus because this bus driver is fucking three minutes early. And, uh, you know, when you're... And, uh, and, uh, and both times I watched this asshole drive by me. And uh, I think one time he even made eye contact with me. He's kind of rude. He's He's been kind of rude to me when I was on the bus. And, you know, I... I'm not going to take that personal. <laughs> Out of things that sometimes I do take personal, I'm not going to take that personal. Um, so, you know, I missed the bus twice this week. Um, you know, those those are minor annoyances. Um, the other thing that uh, I, I, and this is going to go lead into a rant. Uh, I ran out of medication this week. Uh, my HIV meds ran out. And for those of you that are familiar with how HIV medication works, that's a, a, a bad thing. So this is only the second time it's happened to me in the last three years. But he, here's my situation. Even with health insurance that I get right now, for, to pay for the health insurance that I have, I... About a hundred and I want to say, oh shit, hundred and forty, hundred and fifty. That might even be a lowball estimate. About I know at least a hundred and fifty dollars is taken out of my uh, uh, paycheck every month for health insurance, and uh, I pick you know, and I'm picking the most expensive plan that my company offers, and it's mostly. So I can afford my medications. Through this expensive-ass health insurance plan, it enables me to pay only $40 a month for HIV medications. But here's the catch. I have to use their uh, quarterly uh, mail program. So the only way, basically what I'm saying is the only way I can afford HIV medications as if they're mailed to me from wherever, the, I think it's somewhere in Texas that they mail them to me. And uh, I can't afford to buy them locally. And so what happens is if, if I get busy or distracted or whatever, and I, you know, end up waiting till the last minute to reorder my medications, I run out. And it seems like, uh, you know, and 
in the past, I have uh, been where I've been a week away from running out of medications and I've ordered them over the phone and I've had them in like three days. Well, this company, Caremark, is the name of the company that handles my medications, is getting slower and slower and slower each time at mailing my medications. And, you know, I, I, I'm partially responsible because I got distracted and waited till the last minute. But I pay $40 a month through the mail. Guess how much I'd have to pay with insurance to buy these medications locally? Somewhere between two and $300 I would have to pay locally for HIV medications. And that's with insurance. If I didn't have insurance, I would be paying somewhere right around $1,000. So, that is, uh, hmm, heh, hmm, sounding like the late Madge Weinstein, brain farts. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> the HIV medications are fucking expensive. And uh, it's been really frustrating. Uh, I've cried over that this week. I've cried over my mom. Um, I don't cry very often, but when I do, uh, (laughs) it it, it all comes out, I I suppose. Um, So so I've had to pay, let's see, to to get me through till whenever Caremark pulls their head out of their ass and mails me my next shipment of HIV meds. Uh, let's say I paid $50 for a 10-day supply. I, I take three different medications. I just paid $50 for a 10-day supply of two of them. And the other one, which involves a lot more pills, I'm going to have to find out how much that's going to cost me. So, Yeah, just another one of the ways that uh, having HIV is a a pain in the fucking ass. You know, and I'll be honest with you. I don't even know. Sometimes I wonder whether I even should be taking these goddamn things. Because, yeah, my viral load is undetected and my T-cell count is somewhere in the 500s, I'm guessing. Um, You know, I... I, I, I kind of get the sense that if I die from any HIV-related complications in the next 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 years, or whenever, it, you know, my time is to go, if, whenever my time is to go, whenever that is, if it is due to some kind of HIV-related thing, it'll probably be due to the goddamn poisons that I'm taking into my body. Uh, naturopathic health care is... I think after my surgery, I'm going to really give a serious look at naturopathic health care. I'm a little too paranoid to start on it now because if naturopathic health care is not a good option for people with HIV, then I don't want to fuck myself over. So, you know, I just want to get until November and get a hole dug and, you know, in between my legs and, uh, you know, I think the HIV management, I might be taking a whole different approach there. Because right now, I, to afford these fucking ridiculous poisonous medication, I have to maintain employment 
with a company with a large corporation. If I go without insurance for any length of time, I can be denied because of a pre-existing condition. So I have to constantly maintain health insurance because if I go without just for a short time, then I would I might not be eligible for health insurance in this fucking piece of shit country. And yes, I said it. I, you know, I waver back and forth as to whether I really love America or not. And here comes the rant. I think future generations are going to look back at this time with befuddlement when it comes to the whole health care issue. Because I think as we become more enlightened, I think it's going to be inevitable that health care in this country and every other developed country is going to become a right. And I said a right, not a privilege. If you're listening to this right now and you think that health care is a privilege, I'm let me tell you something. I take that fucking personal. And I don't have a high opinion of you if you think that. You may be somebody that's close to me that I care about, but I'm sorry, I cannot. This is one of those issues that, you know, I'll tell you, there's there's several things that if you fall on the right-wing ideology of, if you're against gay LGBT people, if you think that LGBT people are sick in some way, or shouldn't get married, or or whatever, I take that personal. That's an obvious one. That's a no-brainer. But if you also believe that health care should be managed by the private corporations to where the haves and the have-not, or to where the haves get health care and the have-nots don't, because they can't fucking afford it, then I'm sorry. You're either an idiot or you're a fucking asshole. And I mean that. I really fucking do. So this is definitely one of those, if the shoe fits, then don't wear it. Shove it up your goddamn ass. Because I've been so goddamn frustrated this week that you know, you know, and here's the irony in this. I'm fortunate. I'm fucking fortunate to have health insurance. And I still can't afford these goddamn medications. I still can't fucking afford them. How fucking wrong is that? I make $31,000 a year. Granted, that's not a lot. Uh, for maybe some of you, and then for others of you listening to this podcast, you're probably going, God, I wish I could make $31,000 a year. I make $31,000 a year, and I still can't afford these goddamn HIV medications to 
to keep me alive, supposedly, if that's the case. And yes, I'm going to go into some conspiracy theories here. I am a conspiracy theorist. Theorist. I can't say it, but I am. I believe that there probably could be a cure for HIV and cancer and a lot of these fucking diseases. But you know why there's no goddamn cures for them? It's because these greedy fucking drug companies are making all kinds of goddamn money. Fuck you, greedy assholes. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And fuck you politicians, Republican and Democrat, that are taking money from these greedy fucks. These fucking drug companies talk about how, oh, you know, the reason the drugs are so expensive is because we spend all this money in research because we care so much about you. But... I, I can't remember who it is, but there's at least two or three fucking healthcare companies in the top 10 of the Fortune 500. Top 10 in revenue, profits, or whatever. This week, because I can't afford to buy medications, I, I mean, I can. I'm lucky that I have a job that's going to allow me to buy these medications locally. But now I have to decide what bill I have to put off or, or sink deeper into debt. I'm already going into a huge amount of debt just to get my pussy. The reality is, and I haven't really laid this out for you guys like this, but more than likely, I will have to sell my house. Uh, the, the, I, I, I may have to sell my house just to uh, pay off this uh, line of credit that I'm uh, that I got to get my SRS, and. Uh, you know, earlier on in life, if I'd been uh, financially prudent, responsible, I probably could have paid for my surgery. Uh, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But, God, people in this country are so fucking greedy. I'm, I'm, those that don't want to fund a public health system, a public education system, and these two play off of each other, trust me. Because, you know, my education was okay. I sure as hell didn't get any education on, on well, I was a kid and in high school on how to manage my money, on money management. And you know what? They're not going to, most public schools are not going to include that in their curriculum because this economy the the form of capitalism that we have in in this country in the or in the United States of America thrives on on ill-advised and stupid financial decisions that people who are just barely trying to get by multinational these large corporations prey off of us to spend money we don't have 
I've got some decisions coming up next year. And it it's likely, I, I love this house. It pisses me off that I may have to give up this house just to just to do some of the things that I want to do, just to, you know, truly have my surgery paid for. But, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. You know, it, it, it's got to, you know, i got to do it. So th- that's all I wanted to say on the health care. I think I fucking smoked that penis really well. Um, this is going to tie into the next uh, uh, topic that I actually heard on uh, Ethan St. Pierre's new podcast. I guess he's it's technically not the Radical Trannies anymore. It's the Radical Guy podcast, which I, th- I think is a... Uh, Really good name for his show. In his latest episode, Ethan is Ethan St. Pierre, and I'm going to put a link to his show uh, on um, the show notes at trannyrec.com. And those of you that are listening in through the Queer Potter community, uh, there's a lot of you out there that my show is the only uh, show that you're listening to that's hosted by a trans person. And uh, for those of you that are not listening to Ethan St. Pierre's podcast or listening through Trans FM, I would strongly encourage you to go over and listen to the last podcast. He is one of those people, I can't think of anybody that works tirelessly to try and keep the human rights campaign honest than Ethan St. Pierre. But the reason I want those of you in the the broader gay community to listen to his podcast is because uh, I think we're going to need your help. And when I say we, um, I'm, I, I think I can safely speak for the transgender community here. Um, because in the late, the human, many, some of you may have heard that the human rights campaign may, some of you may know the human rights campaign releases a uh, corporate equality index every year. And uh, this corporate equality index has a lot of clout within corporate America. And I didn't even even realize that until, well, it was a combination of listening to Ethan's show and then going to, you know, the internal website of where I work. Um, and how they brought, you know, and I, I've seen several articles at my work where I work, uh, at the bank I work for bragging about how they are getting all these high rankings by the human rights campaign. So corporate America is listening to the human rights campaign. And this is where this becomes a transgender issue. Something like 67. And I had my notes there in my purse um something like 67 or 100 and something companies uh got rated as 100% for being lgbt friendly and protective and whatever there's a whole bunch of different measures that human rights campaign use to rate different companies in corporate america and 100 some odd companies got 100% on their equality index here is the here's but here's where it gets interesting. And I, I'm really tired. I'm gonna fuck this up, but I have to get this out here. And and Ethan 
If I'm fucking this up, please call into my voicemail line and correct me for the next show. But my just just to kind of bare bones this, uh, a lot of these companies that human rights campaign is are, are giving a hundred percent rating are not doing such a are not doing a very good job in providing benefits to transgender people. So. Here's what we need to do. I, we as a community, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, gender, questioning, intersex community, we need to send a message to the human rights campaign that if you're going to rate a company with a 100% rating, then the full spectrum of transgender benefits need to be included in that. Um, only like, out of these companies that are getting all these high ratings, only like 30% of them will pay for hormonal care for trans people. And that's just one example. Personally, I don't think they should get 100% until they're willing to cover sex reassignment surgery. Because there are currently two insurance companies out there I, I believe there are there are a couple of insurance companies out there that cover sex reassignment surgery. Most of corporate America, like 99% of corporate America, is not going to pay for that, is not going to u- utilize those policies. So until these companies are willing to provide full benefits for transgender people, then I don't think they deserve a 100% rating for the from the human rights campaign. So now the human rights campaign, you have a choice. You, you can go ahead and give these companies a 100% rating and leave the transgender community behind. But if you're going to do that, then quit pretending like you care about us. You can't say we fight for transgender causes only when it's expedient or convenient for us. You can't do that. And I believe that most reasonable gay and lesbian people will agree with this. So one of the things I thought about was starting a petition. I'm going to talk with Ethan and a few other people about that. I'd like to get an online petition started and, uh, uh, you know, and collect as many signatures as we possibly fucking can. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm going to heavily rely on the, the Q Potter community for, for help here. Uh, there's just so many Q Potters out there that have so embraced this show, and I just want to say thank you. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, and I think it's going to mean a lot to a lot of other trans people out there that you've uh, embraced this show. Um, so now I'm going to tie this into my healthcare rant. It's only a matter of time before we have socialized healthcare in this country, before we as a country choose to do the right thing. It's only a matter of time. Just like equal rights is eventually going to happen in this country. The religious bigots are going to fight back on both causes, which mystifies me. But uh, 
it's going to happen because I, I think it's just part of our human evolution. Um, here, but here's the deal. And, and, and Ethan talked about this. Ethan, and I can't remember the, the, the trans guy who's the emergency room doctor he had on his podcast. They were talking, the, the, his guest, and forgive me if you're listening to this program, I forget your name, but uh, Ethan's guest uh, made a really interesting observation. He said that as soon as we have socialized health care in this country, it's going to be modeled after the 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 things that uh pr- corporate america finds important for example if corporate america covers sex reassignment surgery it's going to give a lot of credence to uh, uh sec- SRS sex reassignment surgery being covered under a socialized system but if corporate america who is supposedly who has supposedly and I think more than supposedly taken the lead in in queer equality over the past few years. If they're unwilling to pay for sex reassignment surgery, then us trannies have no prayer in hell of having it ever covered under a socialized healthcare system. Because once it's socialized, it's gonna st- Things are not going to change easily, and and trannies for gen, trans gen, trans women specifically and trans men for the top surgery are going to be fucked for year for generations on if uh, sex reassignment surgery is not covered under a socialized health care system because this kind of surgery is not optional for for many trans women. And, you know, it's not for me. So, uh, let's see, what else was I going to talk about? Okay, so that's pretty much it it for the heavy stuff. So if you haven't killed yourself yet, then, uh, and you're still listening, then, God, you you guys are fucking awesome. (laughs) I wanted to uh, talk another another trans about another trans podcast really quick, and this is Gender Talk. Gender Talk, for those of you that have never listened to it, is a terrestrial radio program that uh, is a terrestrial radio program that uh, airs out of the Boston area and has so for the last twelve years. On it's it's coming out of MIT, it's WMBR, and uh, well, I guess this Sunday is going to be their last program. They're going off the air after twelve years because Nancy Nangeroni and Gordine McKenzie, who uh, I have, I'm def- definitely want to bring on this program. Uh, want to go on and exploring other things, you know, want to work on other forms of activism. And uh, I just want to say, Gordine and Nancy, if you're listening, that uh, I, I, I'm going to miss you guys. I hope you're, you'll, through, if you put any content on uh, gendertalk.com, that you'll podcast it. Um, So... Kudos to Gender Talk. 
they're one of several shows that inspired me to start this one. And, uh, you know, maybe it is time for you guys to, to end and move on to uh, greener and more important pastures. But uh, there's going to be a void in the uh, transgender community without that show. And uh, hopefully those of us that are currently behind a microphone can uh, fill that. But it's doubtful. Uh, the next podcast I wanted to talk about was, of course, uh, this is getting a lot of buzz in the Q Potter community, and that's uh, Yeast Radio. Many of you uh, found this show through Yeast Radio, and uh, so are. But for those of you that didn't, for those of you that have been listening for a while, and uh, maybe listened to this show through Trans FM or MySpace or another means, Yeast Radio. Uh, you should probably know what East Radio is by now. <laughs> uh, East Radio has been, for the most part, for the last several years, hosted by Madge Weinstein, who is a character for Richard Bluestein. And uh, as of this week, uh, Richard has pretty much taken back uh, the show. And uh, a lot of... Uh, East Radio fans, and Richard is going to get... This is interesting. I wasn't expecting it, and I, I wasn't sure at first uh, that I, if you know, how to feel about it, just because, you know, us human beings, we're creatures of habit, and uh, we don't like changes. <laughs> but I just listened to uh, the, uh, the first half of Eat This Hot Show, um, where Richard pretty much explained why he uh, made these changes. And he decided, I think for a lot of the reasons that I just podcast in general, he decided that Madge was getting in the way of him uh, using the medium of podcasting and the the profile that he has with Podshow and Sirius, that Madge was getting in the way of making some important statements and positions and, and, and talking about, I'm too tired to explain it, but I just want to say that uh, for those of you that are thinking of dropping East Radio uh, because it's going to be less funny, I, I think you're going to be premature about doing it because Richard is Madge, Madge is Richard, and Richard is a very talented individual. Uh, I am, there are certain parts of, of Madge not being on East Radio that I'm going to miss that I thought were just fucking cute. Like whenever Madge would justify, try and justify, uh, her, try and justify why she was so interested in cock (laughs) as a researcher. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard, I totally, if you're listening... Uh, I support entirely what you're doing, and uh, I look forward to what's going to happen in the future with East Radio. Um, kudos to you. So, uh, I don't think I verbalized all the thoughts that were going through my head about that whole East Radio um, change, but... Uh, there's so much being talked about it in the community that I don't really need to add any more to it other than that 
uh, I, I support what's going on. And, uh, well, for those of you that uh, quit listening to his show, you're, you're missing out. And I've been at the, the last show that I wanted to talk about was uh, I've been meaning to talk about his show for a while, and that's uh, Michael Heron's show, Mikey Pod. He's no longer in Texas. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm going to bring Mikey Pod onto this show eventually, but you really need to go listen to Mikey Pod's show. And you can find it at MikeyPod.com. And of course, in the show notes here at TrainingRec.com. Um, he is right now living on a self-sustained in a self-sustained com- Christian community in Georgia called Quanania. And uh, the reason I find this so interesting because he's in an environment now to where number one, he's not going to be consuming hardly any petroleum because whenever we consume petroleum, we are supporting this ridiculous fucking war. He's not going to be consuming any petroleum, as far as I can tell. And Mike, Michael, if you're listening, I you don't have much of an internet connection, so I suppose you won't, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and, uh, oh, fuck. A whole bunch of reasons. He's not going to be supporting this corporate, corporate greed stu- structure. It's like a self-sustaining community. And for me, this is very interesting because while I do not see myself going to a Christian community, uh, just because I I don't have any love for Christianity, um, well I I, I respect the, the 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 liberal Christians, but still even the whole idea that I've got to uh, ask repentance for somebody that died two thousand years ago, regardless of how cool Jesus was. The fact that if I'm a good person, I have to rely on his blood and, you know, that's just kind of silly and spooky at the same time. Um, so, yeah, so, so I don't, I'm not down with the whole Christian thing. However, uh, you know, I'm looking at all options. I, whatever I do, whatever changes I make next year, I, I'm going to keep podcasting because podcasting has changed my life. Uh, having, you know, you know, my show is probably, as far as compared to the average podcast that's out there, I, I have an average decent size audience, and you know, and and that is very overwhelming to me. Um, when I say I love you guys every week, I really truly mean it, and especially those of you that are still listening after. This uh, train wreck of a show. Actually, people that do shows like this are are my favorite. So maybe I should just do every show. I like playing music though, and and all the other things, and the voicemails and all that. I just don't want to do it tonight. So I love all of you, and uh, I think I'm spent. I feel a lot better from talking to all of you, and I thank you for uh, being with me uh, and listening to all of this. If you haven't done a review on iTunes, please go do it. 
Do it now, goddammit, you motherfuckers. See, now I'm going to abuse all of you. Now, I mean, if you don't feel like doing it, that's fine, too. Uh, I, you know, I, I just, you know, for there, there might be somebody out there that needs to listen to this show. And uh, those iTunes reviews might just uh, prompt them to do that. So, you know, and uh, Marty, you were definitely one of those people that stepped up. Thank you. Uh, I, you're you're a wonderful person, and I care a lot about you. Um, and a whole bunch of other people too that I I care about. I'm rambling now, so I'm going to close. Uh, this is my show for this week. Uh, love you all. You've been listening to Tranny Wreck Radio. To leave opinions, rants, or death threats, call 503-60-USE-ME or send Rebecca an email to trannyrec at gmail.com. All feedback is subject to use or ridicule on future programs. is a member of the Freak Network. Go to www.thefreaknetwork.com to get your freak out.